0: Good morning. Today is Tuesday, February the 27th, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms, and today we continue studying lesson number nine. The reading for today is called Forever Faithful to His Covenant. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the blessings you give us every day, and this morning as we're about to study this Bible study guide, We ask for your presence, and we ask for your Holy Spirit. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. The reading today begins with a couple of questions. And so we're supposed to read some verses, and the questions are these. What is the Davidic covenant about? What is the Davidic covenant about? And the second question is, what seems to have endangered it? What seems to have endangered it? So here it is. Psalm 89, 27 through 32, and verses 38 through 46 so those are both of those texts are in psalm 89 and the last one psalm 132 verses 10 through 12 so let's start with psalm 89 27 through 32 and I will make him the firstborn the highest of the kings of the earth my steadfast love I will keep for him for him forever and my covenant will stand firm for him I will establish his offspring forever and his throne as the days of the heaven of the heavens if his children forsake my law and do not walk according to my rules if they violate my statutes my statutes and do not keep my commandments then i will punish their transgression with a rod and their iniquity with stripes now verses 38 through 46 but now you have cast off and rejected you are full of wrath against your anointed you have renounced the covenant with your servant and you have defiled his crown in the dust you have breached all his walls you have ruin, you have laid his strongholds in ruins all who pass by plunder him all who pass by plunder him he has become the scorn of his neighbors you have exalted the right hand of his foes you have made all his enemies rejoice you have also turned back the edge of his sword you and you have not made him stand in battle you have made him You have made his splendor to cease and cast his throne to the ground. You have cut short the days of his youth. You have covered him with shame. Selah. How long, O Lord, will you hide yourself forever? How long will your wrath burn like fire? And now Psalm 132, 10 through 12. For the sake of your servant David, do not turn away the face of your anointed one. The Lord swore swore to David a sure oath. From which he will not sure he will not turn back one of the sons of your body i will set on your throne if your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies that i shall teach them their sons shall forever their sons also forever shall sit on your throne and so the davidic covenant seems to be that uh, the sons of david will sit on david's throne forever Uh, There will be kings forever. And what seems to have endangered it? Well, they were supposed to do what is right. They're supposed to, uh, it says here, uh, if if your sons keep my covenant and my testimonies. So they're supposed to be obedient to God. They're supposed to keep the covenant, the testimonies. The Davidic covenant contains God's promise of everlasting support of David's line and prosperity of God's people. The permanence of the covenant was established on God's solemn oath and the king's faithfulness to God. However, even the devoted kings, such as King David, were not always faithful to God. Psalm 89 laments over the harsh reality that seems to indicate that the glorious promises of the Davidic covenant have been lost. Is Israel hopelessly deserted by God? The answer, of course, is no. God's wrath is, yes, an expression of divine judgment. Yet. Yet, it does not last forever because God's everlasting love forgives people's sins when people repent. However, while it lasts, God's discontent with His erring people is serious. The people feel the bitter consequences of their disobedience and realize the gravity of their sins. Yet they ask, how long, appealing to the passing character of God's wrath. Renewed hope springs from new assurance in God's faithfulness to remember His grace. In short, although the human components of the covenant failed, the people could rest in the promise of God's unchanging purposes through the Messiah, who embodies all righteousness and salvation of Israel and of the whole world. That is, in the end, God will prevail and his eternal kingdom will be established forever, but only because of Jesus and not because of God's people. Jesus Christ is the son of David and the Messiah. He is called the firstborn over all creation, alluding to Psalms 89.27, which calls David, who was also a type of Christ, God's firstborn. Also, I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. Clearly the title firstborn does not express David's biological status, because David was the eighth child of his parents. It's the same with Jesus. This title signifies his special honor and authority. God made Jesus the supreme king over the whole world when he raised Jesus from the dead. Finally, we're at the end of the reading for today and we have a couple of questions. First, we're supposed to read Colossians chapter one, verses 16, 20, 21, and 22. And the question is this, what do these verses teach us about who Jesus was and what he has done for us. And what promise can you take away from this for yourself? So let's read. Colossians one sixteen. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. Now verses 20-22 through 22. What do these verses teach us about who Jesus was and what he's done for us? He was the creator, or he is the creator of all things. It says everything was made, was created by him in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. And what has He done for us? He's reconciled us to God. And so what promise can we take away from this for ourselves? It says, and you who were once alienated, hostile in mind, doing evil things. And so even though we've been bad in the past, even though we've sinned in the past, we have strayed away from God, Jesus will reconcile us with His death. All we have to do is repent and go to Him, surrender to Him, and He will reconcile us to God, there is hope for you, there is hope for me, as long as we accept the gift that God is wanting to give us. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for what he is doing and he's reconciling us to you. We ask you to please be with us the rest of this day. Take care of us, protect us from any harm, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide on Psalms. Thank you and God bless you.